Are we ready? Are we ready? It's beginning. There we go. I mean, and I like how you are reticent about this. <laughs> this catchphrase. I would have liked it if it had been something a little bit more um, clever, witty, charming. Not everything has to be cluddy. Cluddy? <laughs> clever, witty, or charming. <laughs> Not everything has to be cluddy, girl. <laughs> Sounds uh, awful. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, well, welcome to I Plus Better View. My name is Catherine. And I'm Carmen. And we are two still technically 20-somethings who are <laughs> edging towards the end of that, but um, who talk about different um, issues and topics every week, and we politicize everything, and... Even if we don't mean to. Even if we don't mean to, and like... Always add our anxieties to everything. Yeah. Which, speaking of. <laughs> uh, that's what this episode is about. That's what this about. episode is about. This episode is about the fact that the world is ending. ending. LOL, JK, that's my retirement plan. Um, <laughs> so, that's yeah. what this episode is going to be about. Maybe this might be a little bit more freeform than some of the other ones, but we're going to get into a variety of topics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, do you want to, what would you like to start with? Well, I wanted to start by saying that like New Year's has never been a fun time for me. Mm, I often yes. find that it really depressing, um, partially because you have to go back to work and all the other stuff. But I find some it people are work working. through New Year's. Yeah, sorry. Carmen, sorry. we should think about the people <laughs> in those industries. My bad. So I've, I've, uh, yeah, it just really, I've never had, like, I've never found New Year's to be fun, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I find it really lonely. And it also causes me quite a bit of anxiety. Yeah. And then everybody's always like, New Year, new me. And I'm just like, New Year, same me. Yeah, it's, I'm not, there's not, I'm not going to change, you know? Um, but it has been causing me a lot of anxiety today, or like these last few days, because it's just like, so the New Year started, and then a war started. And then it didn't start. But then it did. And now they're talking about the plane that came down. And they're like, did they shoot it down? Did they not? First of all, it's a mess. I didn't need to hear about it. But, like, that is how the New Year started. Uh, There is a whole continent on fire. There really is a continent on fire. Mad Max Fury Road style. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so there's a question that some people ask, like, uh, in Mad Max, is Mad Max, is Australia the only place that's, like, fucked? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe this is just, maybe George Romero just was just like a, a prophet, and this is just the beginning. And soon they'll be Mad Maxing it up. Was it George Romero who wrote it? Oh, not George did? Romero, sorry. Um, Other George. George, hang on, pause, pause, pause. Who wrote Mad Max? I was supposed to be like, there is not a zombie in that movie. George Miller. Okay. Um. Yeah, so I think uh, recently I'd been having some anxieties, but I did post some things about like, to, for our listeners who follow us on Instagram, I ask them questions. And so I want to see, because I got some of the answers. Um, so, you know, I ask questions about, um, you know, the decade, things about the decade that they liked. So I said, okay, so name like the best show of the decade. I put Breaking Bad. Yeah. Personally, that's my favorite show. Um, one of my friends put Arrow, but he's 18, nine, he's 19, so he's allowed to fair. choose terrible TV shows. Uh, one of our lovely friends, Habiba, mm-hmm. you may remember from some of our previous. First, episodes. she said the Good Place, and then Honestly, she, that's a great answer. And then she said Degrassi. The Good Place is a good answer, actually, because <laughs> that's a really good um, show about morals and morality and like. Forgiveness. Yes, but then she said Degrassi, the Next Generation. So well, I mean, it's the only one that was out, right? She can't say Junior High. No. So come on, you gotta try at Degrassi Junior High. Oh, God. Um, We're Canadian. 
the person that I'm dating posted, surviving R. Kelly. Ha 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 ha. So, I mean, really, really <laughs> coming in at the finish line for <laughs> yeah. favorite shows. Uh, and somebody put The Office. And God, things. what are my favorite shows of this decade? I have no idea. Because I'm thinking of shows and I'm like, is it my favorite or is it just my favorite the last couple of years? Or then there are shows that started great and then ended horribly, Game of Thrones. Um, and then there's just like... But doesn't it deserve like some respect for being... I mean, I didn't think it was good, but for being as good as people thought that it was. Oh, no. Game of Thrones, like, the first few seasons are great. They are really great. And then it just be... I had to watch the last season, really and I was like, rails. what is this? Really went off the rails. Yeah, it was awful. Um, or, like, there are shows that, like, I don't... I, like, I'm almost embarrassed to admit how much I like certain shows. Like, you know The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? <gasps> just heard- coming out with the third season. Very exciting. I heard terrible things. I love that show, because that show literally puts its finger directly on the button of my aesthetic. I'm like, yes, <laughs> witchy, nonsense. Yes. Oh my god, there's a part where in the second season, the second season's great, and has a terrible scene at the end, but also a great... There's literally a scene <clears> at the end where they sing Masquerade. Oh, from the so your favorite show now. Legit. I was like, okay. There's a part at the end where one of the characters puts this crown on, and I was like, ugh. Yes. <laughs> like, so stuff like Magic. that. Like, will really get me. It's not my favorite show of the decade, but I do really like it. See, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I also asked our listeners um, if New Year's resolutions were unnecessary or necessary, and the unanimous vote was Entirely unnecessary. unnecessary. I mean, but people nice. do them all the time. I mean, it's, I think it's nice to make a resolution any time of the year, but I think yeah. it's just the idea of New Year's, you feel like... A new beginning. A new beginning, or you're embarking on something new. And I think that there's, like, merit to be found in, in New Year's resolutions. Yeah. But I do think they're also dumb. Yeah. Yeah. And people don't often stick to them. The no, they never do. And um, they're always the same. It's always like, oh, I want to travel, or oh, I want to do this, or I want to lose some weight. weight. Oh, you know, actually, I have a New Year's resolution that I stuck to, because mine was very practical. My New Year's resolution was I need to go to the doctors more. Because yeah, often that's me. I will me be too. like, I'll be like, oh, this is happening, but I'll just like wait it out or whatever. And now I go to the doctors more and I go to the dentist more and all those things. See, that's really so good. That's like what I'm doing this year too. Specifically taking care of myself in that way. Yeah. Yo, you know how my new year started last year? Uh, Literally midnight happens like 10 after midnight. I have the weirdest fucking things start happening where I start feeling my heart beat weird. Oh yeah. I remember that. That happened the second the new year started. No. Now I'm fine, dear listeners. I am a-okay. What it is, is that some people feel their heartbeat and some people don't. And so having like your heart skip a beat every once in a while, like I've had monitors on me for days and weeks at a time, which is very exhausting and annoying. Mm-hmm. Having to stick the monitor on all the time. Ugh. I have it under my clothes at all times. Have yeah. this like jangly thing underneath me. But what it is, is that some people feel their organs and some people don't. And I inherited this from my mother. So when my heart beats weird, I feel it. That's not great. And it's a nightmare. Yeah. And it still happens. Not uh, A little bit less now, but... uh yeah. That was how my New Year started last year, and I was like, oh, I'm dying. Okay. Well, that's my it. New Year's this year started with me having a UTI for no reason. Oh, congratulations. And that I'm still dealing with a few weeks later because I don't think they gave me enough medication. Honestly, a UTI, what a nightmare. Truly. It truly is. I'm, I'm in so much pain right now. My Never back had is one. dying. My uh, urinary tract is uninfected. So. <laughs> Let's get Great. back on topic. I mean... Um, I Oh, yes. So I also asked people what their favorite movie was of the year. Mm-hmm. And so I got Little Women. Oh, that was beautiful. Beautiful movie. Habiba. You should have gone to watch it with her, to be honest. Who knew? Uh, Joker. <sighs> I know you don't like it. Honestly, that movie, I liked it when I saw it, and it got worse the more I thought about it. I was like, wait, what? 
I'm so glad Why I didn't see it. everyone who works in social services slash in his life black and denying him things? What is this visual storytelling I am seeing <laughs> where this white man is like, I'm more misunderstood and everyone except for Robert De Niro is a black person who's like, fuck you. Yeah, no thank you. I, don't, I didn't like that. No. I'm also a black person, to be clear. <laughs> Carmen is Mexican. Yeah. Somebody put Parasite, which I have yet to see. But I've heard you would love Parasite. Great things. It's very good. It's a I much, do like that director, though. He a, made the host. Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, it is a much better. The um, host was an amazing movie about movie. poverty than the Joker. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> um, then there was um, Us, which I really enjoyed, and I hate anything scary. Legit, Us is one of those things where it's like it was like last year with Black Panther when you were like, that came out this year. Yeah, that's. I was like, Us, Us came out. This year? Yeah, it did. At like at the beginning ish of the yeah, year. It was like February. Like, I don't yeah. know where I am. Um I put Blood Quantum because I still think that movie was massively amazing. It was very good. Um Midsummer. Mm-hmm. Somebody put Midsummer. Good movie. Was that one of your favorite movies of the year? No. I mean it's one of it's a very good movie. It's, it's enjoyable. Movie. My favorite movie of this year, I'm just gonna say, is A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood because I cried maybe six, seven times watching it. Thought it was wonderful. I thought it was amazing. I loved it. Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers, I'm here for it. It was great. So that, that that Golden Globe was well-deserved. They didn't win anything. Yeah, he, didn't he win? He no, won. he got a Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I showed Catherine a couple videos of his son, because his son decided that Tom he can speak. Tom Hanks' son be wilding um, out right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he thought that he could speak Patois, and he He's like, speak up, man! <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I'm like, What? <laughs> And then people made fun of him, and then he doubled down. He really did. That was, that's how the New Year started. You know, the New Year's, the New Year started with white people really trying it. White people really wilding out, really clowning around. I don't understand. First Trump, then his son. We don't need this. Yeah. We don't need this. No. This is what's causing me anxiety. So, you know, Catherine made me watch... The new Mad Max. Well, it's not even that new anymore. Mad Max Fury Road? Yes. Which is one of my... Oh, my God. That's one of my favorite things of the decade. That's... I love that movie. Really? Oh, I love Mad Max So, Fury Catherine Road. made me watch it, and then I had to go to my therapist the next week because <laughs> I was so anxious about it. Oh, yes. Because I don't like things about the apocalypse. Because, as a lot of you with anxiety may know, um, part of having anxiety is always wanting to control everything. And there's one thing that you can't control as, as an individual human being who's yeah. also working class and not a billionaire. And that, my friends, is global warming, which is going to come for us all. I mean... It's happening. Yeah. It's happened. It, we're past the point of no return. It's one of those... Th- I mean, we really are. It's one of those things that, like... I makes me-, me so nervous. Your mother was the reason I watched An Inconvenient Truth. Oh, man. And then I was anxious for so long. And it's not her fault, because that movie was great. But... I can't do environmental shit. I will do activism till the day I die. What? Sorry? Sorry? What? Global war- climate change protest? No. Sorry, that's not... I won't be there. Here's the thing. So with you, you have a very big fear of uh, things you can't control or that are completely out of control. Yeah. For me, I'm like, out of my control, bitch. I can't do that. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? Um, like, I mean, not that... Like, I would be more likely to attend a climate change protest than Karin because I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll protest for this yeah. reason. But... Um, yeah, I'm not. I I don't really worry about those things because what's the point? I um, just avoid them like the plague because I don't want to know. The thing about climate change is that it will always affect the people most vulnerable and the least responsible first, and it has. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, yeah, like a continent is on fire, and like other places are flooding, and people are losing their homes in this and that way and that way. Mm-hmm. We live in an area that's fairly safe for now. For now, but you no, know, generally speaking, in general, pretty safe. 
because we're not we are near Lake Ontario because we're in Toronto, but that's not going to affect us that much. Maybe people closer to the like shore if there's like water rising levels. Oh, I was just thinking about if they build that pipeline, oh. the waterways are all connected. Yeah, okay. We might be affected in that way of waterways, but also <clears> it just <throat> means geographically speaking, we're not in a scary place. No, no, I agree. My whole thing, I mean, we get we now we're getting weird ice storms and shit all yeah. the time, which is happening tomorrow, so let's hope we survive. But um one of the things that I that really bothers me with anything related to like climate change, like yeah, I think we are pretty safe right now but geographically speaking we're geographically in, like, speaking not uh we're not in the danger zone no, no. we're not on the highway too <laughs> i used to think that song was i went to the danger zone yeah it was i went to the danger zone what is it it's highway to the danger zone that's the name of the song and he's singing i went to oh he needs to speak better english yeah, um right. yeah because i could uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I just, my concern is also the fact that, like, for example, yes, we live in Canada, but there's so many, you know, so many things could happen. Like, all the animals are dying everywhere. Oh, it's course. not just in one place. They're all dying. You're it's, not going to have any food. Yeah. Because there'll be no bees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Animals are dying everywhere. I'm just like, it's just very stressful. And it's also like, it's impacting, like, nature here as well. And you notice it a lot more. Like, um, the amount of pests is going up. Basically, like, things are really changing. Yeah. Um, and I really, and it really makes me nervous. But it's the one thing that I avoid, like, the plague. Yeah. Um, I have a coworker whose partner's from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was telling me that her um, partner called her family just to be like, hey, like, how's everything going? And they can see the smoke from the fires in Australia. <gasps> That's from so where they are scary. in New Zealand. And New Zealand's fucking far. From, people, when they look on the map, think, no, oh, no. they're fairly close. They're no. not. No. It's, she said it's like 2,000. Yeah, they're far away. Yeah. And uh, they live, I think she's saying they live close to these, like, or there's these mountains in New Zealand mm-hmm. um, that are just covered with snow on top, um, like white snow. But are they because of the ed- black? The ash is turning them red. Ooh. Because of all the ash and smoke and everything. That is a warning from God. Yeah. And neither of us are religious. But so. I know a warning from God when I see one. But, like, nothing's stopping because it's... And the thing is, like, you keep hearing, like, you know, don't use straws, which, by the way, is very ableist. It is very ableist and also pointless. Yeah. And it's like, don't use straws and, like, you know, don't use, like, takeaway stuff and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, don't use plastic bags. And I'm like, we're not the problem they're not the problem it's all the industries it's all the industries the corporations it is literally corporations pouring dirty shit into clean rivers and justin trudeau telling me to fucking grow a tree you fucking bought a pipeline go eat a dick it is it is big movements not small we are we the average person does not contribute to climate change at all yeah not the way that the no. industries contribute yep. to climate change. Yeah. Um, and it is one of those things where it's just like, well, what are we going to do? And I mean, God, Carmen, have we got, it's, we're only, we're not that far into it. Have we gotten to the guillotine time already? Yeah. It's, it's a guillotine it's, o'clock. It's a guillotine it's o'clock. guillotine <laughs> o'clock. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to our episodes before, but no, we get to guillotine <laughs> time pretty quickly. <laughs> no war, but class war, no you know? <laughs> we fucking need it because uh. this is driving me bananas. And it's also, I just... You know, I also, I have a hard time sympathizing with people who work in these industries Mm -hmm. and I get it. Like I get 
that there are situations where people have had jobs in these certain industries for a really long time. Not the owners, you know, not the billionaires, but like I think about Nova Scotia and how they're just getting rid of the um, paper mill um, in Nova Scotia and um, because it's completely destroyed the environment there, even though they said it wouldn't and it did and the indigenous population there is is suffering and it's awful. Um, And they're trying to like, anyway, it's supposed to shut down by January 31st and you know, people work there. Yeah. And it's interesting because there's so many people who are like, it's so bad for the environment. Like it's going into our water. It's going into the ocean. It's going everywhere. And, and this is killing off so many creatures. Like, what are you doing? But so many like people who work at this plant are like protesting to keep it open. Yeah. Cause they, they need jobs. Cause they need jobs. So then they become complicit in this like continued destruction of the environment because they feel like they don't have any other ways to make money. And we're stuck in this place where like a lot of us are complicit with a lot of shit because we have to survive. And so it's just this vicious cycle that like makes me very upset. And even, and I was so glad when I watched there's something in the water, that documentary that Ellen page made about environmental racism. Yeah. My wife, Um, truly my wife. And I didn't realize this until Catherine was like, Carmen, come on now. You're in love with Ellen Page. And I was like, what? No, I just admire her work. I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> Catherine's right. And um, I, she didn't really talk about the people who were protesting, like the, the people that were truly, honestly, the white people, but the people who were working in the paper mill. But, yeah. And she didn't talk about that at all. But now you're seeing it a lot more in the news because the paper mill is like, look at all these people who are going to be unemployed. And you're just like, well, maybe you shouldn't have made really toxic materials yeah stupid people but anyway i just have a lot of anxiety and i couldn't even watch mad max fury road without having to talk to my therapist because i just like i can't hear anything about the environment i can't hear anything about like fires and floods and all this other stuff because it's really upsetting to me um i've also had a really i always ever since i was really little had a really hard time when it comes to like animals dying especially because of us and having to yeah. hear about how they die and stuff. It just like, it just, I can't. My With my anxiety, especially, I've been really, really not doing well over the last couple months. So like, I honestly cannot handle that type of information. And I just don't, I don't get it. And then I hear all these stupid things about people being like, billionaires are donating money. And I'm just like. They're not doing enough. No. Think of, you know what I think about sometimes? How furious I was when Notre Dame burned down. And everybody gave all this money? And everybody gave so much money, billions of dollars towards this busted-ass janky church that burned down. (laughs) And then, (laughs) it's a beautiful church, whatever. But, like, the oceans are filled with plastic. And it would take, I think someone did the calculations, like, the amount of money that they sent to Notre Dame is, like, about the amount of money that would have, that you can use to clean the oceans. And it's just, like, these billionaires... A, shouldn't exist because mm-hmm. uh, there's no reason for anyone to have that much money. Nope. Um, and B, like, the, you can't... Okay, so you can donate your money to that, but you can't do it to climate change or to cleaning the oceans because... Why? What? What's the, I'd like to hear. Please. Yeah. Somebody ring a billionaire and ask them. Yeah, and then I also think, like... I don't know how we got to this point. Like capitalism, obviously. I mean, I, we, we capitalism. See the clear, the clear track of it. But capitalism. It, it was a very rapid, really rapid race. That was awful. Started, like what two hundred years ago? 
No, when, when did slavery start? 400 years ago. There you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. No, but I'm thinking of, like, modern capitalism. Because, like, I guess, like, the early capitalism... Well, capitalism is how we got race. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, science is also... Whatever. Uh, <laughs> like, I would say that, like, uh, capitalism, I guess, maybe, yeah, maybe, like, 600 years ago. Thereabouts. 500 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then, but, like, I'm saying, like, revved up into the capitalism we recognize. Mm-hmm. 150, maybe 200 years ago. Yeah, it's awful. Like, the industrialization and yeah. stuff, it's fucked. And I just, I think, I don't understand. Like, I, I, I feel like we're all suffering to a certain extent from anxiety about this shit. One way or another. Maybe not the environment, but just, like, the way the world is going. Today, I messaged my friend, who's Mexican. Um, and I was like, hey, like, let's hang out. And I was like, oh, by the way, like, my mom's coming back from Mexico today. And he was like, oh, that's great. Um, and he's like, is your mom okay? And I was like, yeah. Why? And he's like, have you? looked at the news and I was like no and he's like Mexico is just going through some shit and like for anybody that knows anything about Mexico if a Mexican is telling you that Mexico is going through some shit then it's really some shit then there's really some shit going down so then I just go looked for Mexico up on Google and I clicked news and it was like boy shoots 11 year old boy shoots up school and then himself and I was like that's great and then there's a there's a volcano in Mexico City, which we've seen because every time you fly down yeah. Mexico City, you see the volcano. Um, and it's one of the most active volcanoes in Mexico, and it erupted yesterday. Oh, my God. I didn't even know. It erupted yesterday. Oh, my God. My mom's in Mexico City right now, but she'll be fine. Yeah. They just have to divert the flights. Jesus. But I was just like, happy new year. Listen. I remember when Trump was elected and there was there started to be a bunch of like I mean climate change related That stuff. made me nervous. You know what? That made me anxious. Donald Trump winning and uh, the election really, that she, made everything me since 2016 has been <laughs> real rough. But I remember when I that happened and I saw something where someone was like, you know, when the forests are on fire and there's like floods and um, all these catastrophes in my day it used <laughs> to be because the gods misliked the king. And I was like <laughs> <laughs> maybe what if, can you imagine if he like got out of office and everything went back to normal and we were like yeah it's like like you know have you ever seen Hamlet? I mean, maybe no. you wouldn't like to king lear no road to el dorado never mind yes but i have for that part in road to el dorado where the volcano is about to erupt and then it just like reverses and like erupts yeah. that's what would happen the whole world is just like shiny and bright we're all like oh that would be great oh the gods mis- misliked the king wow that was all that's fair. Maybe. Maybe we should start sacrificing more. That's what I think. Well, I think we should uh, go back into... I feel like this is what happens in every post-apocalyptic movie, though. Like, like someone is like, we're not sacrificing enough, and then, like, goes nuts <laughs> and is like, I'm going to start killing people. That's how we make cults. I think... That, That's how like, cults happen, Catherine. Maybe I'll be starting one when... I think we've talked about starting time. cults several times. When is time? When is, like, The Road? That, that oh, movie, The Road? Truly the most when horrifying the happens, movie I've ever seen. I will be starting a cult where I'll be like, listen... We got to sacrifice people to appease the gods. Because, like, okay, when Carmen and I went to Mexico, um, we went to Chichen Itza. And Which apparently is magical. in Chichen Itza, they no longer let you, like, when we climb went, the... they, they stopped letting people climb the pyramid uh, because people kept falling down. And I was very, I was like, very clearly, this is because the gods are upset that there are no sacrifices. And yeah. they're just pushing them down themselves. <laughs> Listen, if no one's going to chop the head off of a young boy at the top of a pyramid and roll his head down the steps, they're going to do it themselves. Yeah. You, know? you got to do what you got to do. I agree. I just found out that Pozole, which is like a Mexican um, 
like a spicy red soup. I mean, there's also green and there's white because yeah. it's the Mexican flag. But um, the red one is the traditional one. Mm-hmm. I just found out last week because I was watching this vid- documentary on like Mexican food or something that pozole was originally not that. It was a stew made out of the hearts of the people they sacrificed <gasps> and the blood. And that's why it's red. Bring it back. Bring it Bring back. Bring it back. Honestly, I think, but I do think that we're super disconnected to nature. I was talking to my friend recently, and you're yep. going to know who I'm talking about right when I say it. And he was having conversations. I mean. Yeah, yeah. He was having conversations with me about what, how, like, disconnected we even are from our food in the sense that, like, for example, I was, I told him that I would definitely be a vegetarian for sure if I ever t- took a chance to look at how animals were treated in farms because I'm super sensitive to like mistreatment of animals and I always have been. It's just part of my personality. Like I just like burst into tears all the time uh, and uh, which is also why I can't watch the Luca Magnata documentary. But anyway, that's fine. Um, and uh, I was telling him about that and he's like, but you eat meat. And I was like, yeah, because, you know, I'm willfully ignorant. Like I refuse to watch anything related to any like food industry anything because I don't want to know and he was like well like back in the day people were more connected to their food because they grew it themselves and also they had to slaughter their own animals and oftentimes it was animals that they like raised yeah so it would like be a little bit different and it wasn't just like an industry where you're just getting whatever you want all the time he's like it took time and like work and now we're not doing that and now we're like overeating and blah 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 and I just don't think we're connected to the earth in the same way or realize, like, I don't know where somebody decided that we, like, were masters of our environment, but, like, clearly we are not. So let no, us go back not. to the we time. We really do need to. That'd be great, actually. If, um, can we just, is, here's the thing. Can we just go back to the connectedness? I want to talk about post-apocalyptic movies and stuff soon. But the Road wanna, is the worst movie. But I want to talk about something that I think is real. The post-apocalypse will not be any of the violent um, iterations uh, that have been shown. You know why? Because those are all written by white men. The truth of the matter is that when we Very see true. actual atrocities, what happens? No, people, people come together. And they come together and they and they try to help each other. Yeah. That's what humans actually do. That's what anarchy these, looks like. These these movies and these ideas that we have in the post-apocalypse are because it's like... Um, white men it? made the movie. It's because 100% that was written by a white man and it was written by someone who... Um, Oh, that's what I was going to say. So do you remember the, what is it, the Stanford prison experiment? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. The prison experiment where they um, did the thing where they... Some of them dressed as cops and some of them dressed as... Uh, some of them dressed as cops and then the rest of them were inmates. Yeah. And then so basically it's like, and they were given like like reward or whatever if they shocked each other or not. Oh, and that's then, not the Stanford prison no? experiment. That's the experiment where they pretended to shock the other... Or they, they didn't know they were pretending to shock the other person, but yeah. the person, the... Whatever the scientist on the phone like had them on like through what a, experiment? Whatever that experiment. That experiment. The experiment where they were shocking other people and because people, they were being told by scientists to shock the other person. And people took this as an example of like look at the horrors of humanity or like if this you're is what Nazis. This, this is this why is, Nazis. This, this is this. this. Why the, but then people later were like, and actually also with most of these experiments, yeah. like you were using middle class like white men to do the experiments. Yeah, it's a different it's a different story. Even if they had middle class white women, you cannot judge society off the actions of the group of people that the are true minority on this planet. The true minority. You cannot. If we should start calling them that. <gasps> Good one. <laughs> we should not be judging the actions of people on based on the actions of the true minority because. 
that sounds almost racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I felt racist against a white person either. Um, because um, the actions of people who are in power, who are young men, who are trying to like like make a place for themselves in the world and blah, blah, blah. Have all certain morals. Have certain morals and certain like drives that are not the drives of humanity. They're drives of a person at a certain age, at a certain time, of a certain race, of a certain socioeconomic what, class. Yeah, with a certain so amount of privilege and entitlement. Specific. Like Lord of the Flies would not happen. Lord of the Flies, number one, wouldn't happen anyway, but Lord of the Flies wouldn't never happen with girls. Oh, God, no. You know what I mean? Like, like this is not what happens when people are actually put in crisis. So, I want everybody to remember that Mad Max probably won't happen unless everyone left his dudes. <laughs> then that's definitely what's going to happen. definitely happen. That's the thing. If all the women go, because we know from... Uh, our own history uh, that when societies are majority male there is more violence there is more crime there is more just like general horribleness in the society that is just a cold hard fact if there are no women it's a shit show nightmare Mm -hmm. so as long as there are a good amount of women a good amount of men left we'll probably be okay in terms of um like societal breakdown yeah i think so too I hope so. And I hear that a lot. And like, to be honest, if there is like an apocalyptic event, I don't want to live past it. Oh, I do. See, I I really don't. I just want the curiosity. I just want to see. No, I I, I don't. Because, you know, one of the things that I don't want is is an issue with plumbing. That's fair. That's the one thing I need. I don't have problems with an issue with plumbing. I need plumbing. I need plumbing. I love plumbing. And I need medication. That's true. I I, I don't know... Well, you know what? I wonder if your major concerns were food and um, shelter, Mm -hmm. would your anxiety bother you as much? Maybe not. Maybe not. Because it's not, I'm not saying obviously that anxiety doesn't exist without like whatever, but when you have, when you're down to the wire, those things probably kind of fall away. Yeah. Um, I bet because like, because like also part of the reason why people have so much anxiety and so much depression right now is because our brains are being, our brains are being overstimulated in a way that they are not designed to be. Mm-hmm. Like I bet you people had anxiety and depression years ago, like hundreds of years ago, but I bet they were only living in cities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, because mm, yeah. like brain chemistry really is one thing. And I mean, obviously they call it different things and they had different names for it. And obviously I'm saying all these conditions have existed forever. However, the overstimulation mm. of our brains constantly every day contribute massively to the rates of anxiety and depression. Yeah, I think like, so. Without question. Mm-hmm. No, I think you're right. Um, so I wonder like if you're, if that was your main concern, if that's just like food and shelter, I don't how know. much, how much would you care? Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's true. I mean, and that's one of the things I don't know. I think, I think we're living in a world where like everything is just causing us so many like mental health issues. Like I think nothing, like we're literally trying to like fill this like void with like things and like status and like we're valuing ourselves based on our jobs, based on how much money we earn and like that's how people view us as humans. Like yep. how, how, how well should I treat you based on this or like how you look or blah, blah, blah. And every and time you open your phone, you're like, Ooh, bad news. Ooh, bad news. Ooh, bad news. Sorry, my life. Yeah. Um, and then like, uh, I think about, like, you know what calms me down legitimately? Mm. Sometimes when I'm freaking out about, out about things and I don't know what I'm doing with my life and I get worried and I get stressed, I'm like, Catherine, we are on a rock, rocketing around <laughs> a ball of fire, shooting through vast emptiness doesn't matter and legit 
That calms you down? That the amount that I don't matter makes me go like, oh. Let's see, that's fair. I want to try that, you know? Just being like, everything matters, but nothing matters at all. Yeah. Like, thinking about that picture of the Earth that was taken by, what is it, the Voyager probe, X amount of, like, billions of yeah. um, kilometers away, uh, the tiny blue dot picture. Oh, yeah. That calms the shit out of me. That's I'm always fair. like, oh. See, that's the stuff. <laughs> um, so recently there was an article that came out that said that like there's universes and they're all like tiny bubbles mm, within other yeah. universes. And I immediately sent it to Catherine because Catherine used to tell me, Carmen, what if every universe is a quark within a universe? And I was like, fuck off. She got so mad at me. I remember having <laughs> that thought and telling her and she was like, why did you say it? Because <laughs> it's just like too big of a thing for me to even want to think about because it just like blows my mind you're like my sister my sister fucking can't handle anything about space she's just like <laughs> i don't understand what the fuck you're talking about she gets so angry she's like Which what? what caroline Caroline's <laughs> so angry when she thinks about like the vastness of the universe yeah i can't what, i like, can't it do makes it her, her, and, her and i are great friends and then. i think it's and great. to me it chills me out i'm like yeah baby nothing matters it's all cool like like but for her, it made her. It makes her so angry. It does make because <laughs> you can't See? conceptualize it, and yes. she just gets too upset. Yeah, story of my life. See, your sister and I are the exact same when it comes to that. Yeah, that's 100%. so funny. That's very funny. Oh God, yeah. So that's basically like we've. I've been feeling really weird and 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 really also, anxious. That Australia shit is making me extremely anxious. Okay, so just a side note. So my mom and I. My mom came home from a trip the other day, and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry," because normally when she comes home from a trip, oh make food yeah she'll have something to eat when she comes home right but i didn't and i was like there's no food in the house and she said oh do we have water and i said yes and she's like we're okay then oh that's nice and it was such a nice thought because i'm like we do we have beans in the house we have rice in the house we have a bunch of other <laughs> really going back things. to our immigrants immigrant really going roots, back roots. Um, we have stuff maybe in the <laughs> freezer we have whatever you don't need mcdonald's we have beans at home we have beans at home story of my life um, but like just her saying that and like like we have pasta or whatever like I mean, obviously, there are plenty of situations where people do not have water, which yeah, is a exactly. real stress. But when you have water, it's like, do you have water? We'll be okay. Yeah. And that made me really calm down. I was like, that's great, mommy. That's a really nice thought. Um, and, I mean, I know we do have the pipeline that might be fucking up our water and everything, but we do have a lot of water. Mm, for now, until so, somebody, until yeah. the U.S. Yeah. is like, we need water. We need water. Hey, Canada, you got some, you got a lot of water. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of water, and most of it's pretty good, so... Oh, God. Honestly, the shit that's going down right now in the world, I know that, like, it always looks bad to every generation. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, World War II, you know, the war in Vietnam. All WW1, of, World War One. Yeah. Also, I'm... Okay, here's the thing. I'm just gonna... Just as an aside, if white people could stop making movies about World War Two For fuck's sake. Or World half War I. A, half a minute. World War One or World War II. Like, Just okay, half a minute. I've heard that 1917 is a great movie, and it probably is. It probably is really good. Did we need it? Absolutely not. No. You know what I want? I want a movie that's like a historical uh, movie about like... Uh, the Haitian Revolution. Oh my God. Toussaint Louverture. Let's yeah. do it. Let's yeah. make a Haitian Revolution movie. I want it. I want it bones mm -hmm. give me give me give me if you're gonna give me a war movie or revolutionary war movie give me that mm -hmm. oh the haitian revolution god everything about that revolution really grinds my gears when i think about it i'm just like <laughs> they had to pay france they can go they had to pay france reparations and france should pay them back france should pay them back but yeah i just think that like so we started off the new year 
Donald Trump declared a war. <laughs> He's so horrendous to behold. But I like got really anxious. Like, like see, hunt. I got anxious. So first he did that, and I was like, "That's fucking terrible." And then, and then Iran, you know, bombed like Back, one of yeah. their bases, and I was like, I literally was walking home from my from the subway station, mm-hmm. and I, like my phone like buzzed, and yeah. it was like all three of the news apps yeah. that I have went off at the same time, and I was like, "Oh, no. oh no." Yeah. And then I saw, and I was like, it's happening! Yeah, I was at this dinner with my friend. We were having a nice time, and then she looks at her phone, and she's like, oh, Iran just shut. And I was like, god damn it. It's happening! How You know, we... Okay, so the f- first Gulf War mm-hmm. ended February 1991. We were both born May 1991. Yeah. So, like, conceivably, if you're under the age of 30, you have lived through if you're like 29 yeah you've lived through three middle eastern wars yeah what (laughs) what there's i mean i mean not to you know be like too broad but i don't think there's been that many times where there haven't been wars wars in the the middle Middle east (laughs) yeah but 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 american ones true that's very true yeah 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 absolutely i'm that's true but like they weren't involved in the Crusades, you know? But here we are. Apparently, these are modern-day well, Crusades. Mean, yeah, they weren't involved in the... Cr- Carmen. Well, I know, but I'm just saying... a bunch of First Nations people were sailing over to be <laughs> involved in the Crusades? No. Of course not. Fuck that. And that's the thing. I just don't know. I feel like this year feels very different. Like, I went to... I went back to work, and everybody was like, Oh, my God, it's the Roaring Twenties! And I was like, You know what came after the Roaring Twenties? The Depression. Yep. Oh my gosh, someone was like, uh, and everybody laughed uncomfortably. That, like, like, like 1720, 1820, 1920 all had major plague outbreaks, and I was like, Ooh. And then I hear that what? apparently there's a super pneumonia going where's, around where's Caitlin? China. Where's Caitlin? Apparently Caitlin. There's, a, there's like a, a super pneumonia going on China right Caitlin? now. Caitlin! <laughs> Caitlin, we need our vaccines. Save us. Oh. She better save us. I yeah. bet she better be one of those scientists who like steals some vaccines and gives it to their her friends because otherwise. I know that it's not like ethical, but fuck it. Like we need to be saved from Vaccine the plague. Vaccine us, Caitlin. Caitlin is our dear friend who is um, a genius. Uh, yes, and yeah, she would she would have access to vaccines. I'm sure. <laughs> Um, or she would make them. You know what? Maybe there might be the. Did sorry. you see that? That's the other thing. Okay, so the New Year started, and then they arrested that Chinese doctor yeah. for doing a genetic. Uh, what a genetic? I, it was I, like genetic mutate, not genetic. He was like, he had embryos, and mm-hmm. he was trying to genetically modify the embryo so that they would be, um, so that they would be um, immune to HIV. Oh. I but mean, like he didn't do it weird. properly, and like also didn't follow any of like a lot of the ethical rules uh, that yeah, he was supposed to follow. Yeah, the moment you're manipulating embryos, I think you've gone out the ethical window. <laughs> yeah, and so for some reason, like my coworker sent it to me because I guess she knows that I like like ta- like I I'm very passionate about like stuff around HIV, mm-hmm. and she just went. She sent it to me, and I was like, "That's how zombies start," and she did not respond to my email. Yeah, that is how zombies start. Well, I was gonna say maybe you feel so anxious about it being twenties now. Because all the movies we watched growing up, when was the post-apocalypse? It was like in 2025. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. That's it's the year 2020-something. I actually looked it up. Children of Men takes place in 2027. To be honest, yeah. if none of us could have kids, I'd be very fine with that. But okay, here's the thing. That's an example of a world that would go horrible so fast. <laughs> no one can have any kids anymore. 
fuck. All right, so 2027, apparently that's when that one is. And then um, Snowpiercer, the one um, where there's that a train I refuse to watch. going around the world. Because uh, it can't Evans, stop. Polar Express, where he's going around the world in the ice train. That one, I think it starts in 2014 with like a missile or something that goes off to like with like some something in the air to stop climate change, but then it causes it to be like ice world. Yeah. And then in 2031 is when the movie takes place. So maybe that's why. Or I feel like like Demo- did Demolition Man take place in the 2000 something. I don't remember. What about what about um 28 days later? That's the thing. I was looking it up. I don't know when that takes place. I, I guess it doesn't really say. It's supposed to be like a contemporary at the time. But right. Then that's in the 2000s. Yeah. Um. 28 days later with the writing on the wall that is the end is extremely fucking nigh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And like zombie things. Like the thing is, zombies are not going to happen because zombies are a... Um, what are you talking about? Somebody could just... Yeah. First of all, the zombie the zombie virus in yeah. um, 28 days later isn't technically a zombie virus. It's a rage virus. It's... it's uh, yeah, but it, it just looks like... I know this because Caitlin told me this. Um, is just a... It's like a really sped up... Um, rabies because rabies would make us behave that way but it's too stupid a virus to move very quickly Ooh. so the chances of you like a bunch of humans getting infected that way is like almost completely impossible yeah. um which is why but it's basically like really fast rabies oh that's very interesting but okay so unless it's like contagion. a rabies virus it's not gonna happen when did contagion when is contagion? Contagion, Con- I think, also takes place around the same time as like the movie comes out. I think. But that's a real virus. Contagion. What was the virus in Contagion? I never saw it. It was. A, it was like a super cold that killed a, a billion people. That's a real. That's a real thing. Yeah, I mean, listen, a, a virus will happen. That always happens. Spanish flu stuff happens. Shit happens. Okay, but uh, I don't. A zombie then, thing is not going to happen. But they want to like. You know, I just stop trying to manipulate things. Can also, we, we just do have like a better act. We do have a better grasp on health and viruses. It's not like the bubonic plague, plague is going to happen again. We're all going to be like, it's the miasma. Like we're we're we're, we're, we're better educated now. Yeah, so but we still have somebody cure. has it in a yogurt container in a fridge in some yeah. lab. I mean, again, I think a lot of. I mean, uh, you know, if you listen to our episode about like fears and phobias, my thing about smallpox is still there um, because. <laughs> The thing that I fear, I fear most is like diseases like smallpox because a they look disgusting, um, and b they plague humanity forever. And we only got rid of it like sixty years ago, thank God. But like my mom has a smallpox like vaccine. Um, uh, Mark, my shot mom does too. Arm. Yeah, my mom like, does too. Like we we narrowly we missed that so narrowly. But right now with all these goddamn anti vaxxers <laughs> Like, it's coming back, man. Like, something's going to come back. And I don't want it to. Please, 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 no. Vaccinate that, your like, kids. One lab in um, the U.S. and one lab in Russia are the only ones with the smallpox like virus. Destroy it, you crazy motherfuckers. I don't understand. Um, but yeah, so a disease will happen. That's true. <sighs> we can just hope that we don't get it. But like... That yeah. isn't, I've just that, been, that's all. I that's just all feel like I've home. just been frantically thinking, like, the world is ending, and I might, and I'm going to be well, here to witness it. Plan. The fuck I do know, RSP but, like, for? I feel like other generations yeah. had, like, an asteroid. The dinosaurs had an asteroid. Carmen, if How you were describing the... other generations as a dinosaur, the dinosaur generation, <laughs> yes. several million years ago, <laughs> yes, that generation had an asteroid. They didn't expect the asteroid. Yeah, it just happened. 
They were that living their lives, peachy keen. Yo, I, like, if we had an asteroid coming towards us, all we would be doing would be making memes. We'd be like, LOL, yo, <laughs> like, like, up until the end. Because we, we can't, because we can't handle because shit. our generation has the, um, no, we can. That's how we handle it. Because our generation has the same um, sense of humor as, like, whatever the generation before the boomers is. Yeah. The, like, yeah. greatest generation or whatever they were called. Yeah. Whatever. They had the same weird Dada is sense of humor because they were like, the world's fucking ending, LOL, JK. Like, <laughs> like, like, that's what we have. So we would just be meme. We're going to be memeing till the end. Yeah, Gen I think Z so. Gen Z is even worse. They're like, I know. they're just memeing till the end days. They're like, oh, who cares? This, TikTok, everything. They're just like, just having a blast. Yeah, the end is nigh. And it's fine. But sometimes, okay, so in terms of that, have you, because recently, like, yes, that's happening, but there are certain things that, like, fill me with joy, and mm-hmm. now I notice that if, like, good things happen, yeah. they, like, fill me with more joy than they usually would. Okay. Because I think I'm, like, so hopeless. Stars for joy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, so hopeless that I, like, need to figure something out. Um, so is there anything for you that you've been like, oh, that's nice, or, like, things might be Okay. Like, in the last little while? Nothing? What, like, worldwide? No. Not, like, no. even worldwide, but if there's anything you've seen that's, like, really been like, oh, we'll be fine. Ooh, when I see stuff where it's, like, stories about, like, scientists and, um, like, young scientists in, like, different countries in Africa or in different places that have been right. typically impoverished or not that I'm saying Africa, to be clear, I don't mean that. Um, but I just mean like places that separate it, points, people uh, separate points. Um, but like place, yeah, that kind of thing where people are getting like young people, especially the young women are, are showing like a lot of promise and right. a lot of like, and, um, doing really like, cool things, creating like, like having really cool things and, um, inventing new things. Or when you hear about a place that was struck by like a particular disease mm-hmm. and then like the people, the young people who are like creating cures and vaccinations and stuff like that, or methods to test for this or that, that I think gives me hope when I see that, particularly when I see young women doing that, because I'm like, cause the thing is science has been, uh, dominated by men and depending on where you are, but generally speaking, in terms of, like, authority mm-hmm. dominated by white men. But what we don't really acknowledge enough is that perspective changes how you um, approach different sort of scientific things. Definitely. So it's not, it's not just when you're talking about, like, art that perspective matters. It matters in terms of science as well, because you might not see something or not, yeah. not come to something, so it comes to the right conclusion if you are um, just a white man, because, you know what, your conclusions have been come to several times already. Yeah. So... I think that's nice. Well, that's nice. You know, I like Like a young Chinese woman is going to look at something different than like a young man from like a young white guy from Britain. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. I definitely think so. So. I think that's good. I mean, I think those are, those are good. That makes mine sound ridiculous. Um, Is it like Cheetos or something? So, like, do you remember that picture that came out when all the kids walked out of school? No, that's great. I love uh, when kids walk out of school. Okay, but they had that picture of that one girl from Toronto who was, like, she was dressed like she looked like she was from the 90s. And she had a sign, and the sign is, like, a picture of Doug Ford, who's, like, our premier in Ontario, which is our province. I forget that right there. And she had a sign up that she clearly made herself, and it was, like, a printed out picture of Doug Ford on a piece of billboard and it said waste man Ugh. arrow and i was like the kid i the honestly right. was filled with so much joy when i saw that and i was like the kids are the kids are gonna be okay yeah you know what carmen though we're not 
old at all. Not remotely. We're still I, youth. So. I feel yeah, but my body is deteriorating as we speak. Well, so I'm just is, yeah, yeah, I'm like dying. Mine's like getting a, better. I don't know. No, mine is horrid. So I just feel like I'm dying and it's awful. But like there was there are certain things that just like fill me with joy. Like so there was that girl. I don't know if you saw, but there's this I'm gonna assume he was Somali. This young Somali boy who they interviewed and they're like, Why are you walking out of school? This was like a month ago. Because they were the teachers uh, in our province are striking, um, like here and there every few days. Yeah, and uh, they're like, "Why are you walking out with your uh, with your teachers?" And the guy was like, "Cause Doug Ford's a Timbit." <laughs> and I was like, "Yes!" And I was honestly so happy. So like things like that. Or I found out that this um, this political prisoner revolutionary that I really love, David Gilbert, he has a son who just became the district attorney of San Francisco, despite the fact that, like, um, the police union in San Francisco spent $600,000 on a smear campaign against him, and he still won district attorney, like, the election. Um, And he's like, guess what I'm doing? No more cash bail, because black people and impoverished people shouldn't have to stay in jail even if they're innocent, you pieces of shit. Mm -hmm. And he was like, that's the first thing I'm going to change. And the cops are shitting their pants. So I'm, great. I'm very excited. It is great when like like political change is great. Like yeah, the, the, but that's the amount of women is like who what are, gets are me running, happy. people of color who are running in different places, and that's that's very exciting. Um, I like don't want to hold on to too much hope though, because as my friend said, Carmen, the children of the children of revolutionaries are hardly ever as hardcore as the actual revolutionaries. And I was like, could you not break my soul right now? <laughs> what do you what does he mean by that? That there's like that they're just gonna like sell out possibly. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Here's the thing: people sell out when there's comfort. Yeah, there's no comfort on the horizon. No. <laughs> that's the thing. Well, people when people say shit like that, it's because maybe something's changed, and then that's caused a, a level of comfort and a level of like ease that people can not care, i.e., what has happened. Yeah. But there's no comfort right now. No. So. So, no. and things just keep getting worse. And when things get worse, that's when people take action. People will, people are very good at putting their heads down until shit's too late, until shit's too bad. But once they fucking put their heads up, they will get things done. People yeah. Get, people get things done when there's stuff to get done. Yeah, I agree. I really hope that that happens. I think the thing about climate change, though, just to bring it back to that, is that it's so big that people feel this, like... Powerlessness? Power, entire, complete powerlessness. But... If we have a controlled attack against a bunch of uh, <laughs> individuals, maybe we could like companies. You know, we just, could get just, like, companies. Get, get, get just get rid of the companies. <laughs> have a controlled, you know, strike. Yeah, maybe at a conference or something. <laughs> um, or like we could actually strike or all of us. Like, you know, you know. I'm not saying like we could all down. strike. I'm not saying to burn down buildings or whatever. No, but maybe if like there's like a maybe just get rid of the Amazon. All the Amazon yeah, warehouses yeah. and the headquarters? Not the, not the actual Amazon. The, that's already gone. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the warehouses. Uh, maybe if, you know, just I'm saying, like, you go to some factories or something, you let a match. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. I don't, know, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> maybe. No, but we if we all collectively came together, yeah. it would, like, there are so many things that we could do. It's Ooh. just that we don't collectively come together because society... And, like, the powers that be have gotten very good at dividing us We're through race and class and everything else. In terms of, like, our society is not built to make people come together. Friends and family, there's no such thing as a middle class. No, 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 no. So stop pretending like there is. Nope. Nope, there's no middle class. And also, like, the amount of people, like, 
me or you, Carmen. We are like, like if something bad happened, you could be homeless very easily. Yeah, that's what I always get worried about. Like, I mean, I do. The thing is, that only works, though, if you have nobody to fall back on. I guess, but my mom already made my bedroom into Ricardo's art space. Carmen, if you had some sort of thing, your mom would take you in. I mean, I guess. Or I would take you in. Yeah. Or you would take me in. Yeah. We have communities that we've built. No, of course. That is course. something you need to remember. If you're feeling afraid of poverty or of, the, of whatever, just, you know, hopefully you have some friends and some family. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's like that Ali Wong joke where she's like seeing, I can't remember what it was, but it's like something like that is like seeing like a homeless Asian Oh yeah! And she's just like, Do you have no family? Like, yeah. I'm just like that's very true. <laughs> oh, oh, it was. Uh, she was sleeping with a black guy, and he had a tiny penis. Maybe that was it. Yeah. Seeing a black guy with no dick is like seeing a homeless Asian. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you have no family? It's a very good point. Do you have no family? No family? Yeah. And most people do have family. Like, I know. Um, it's just. It's. I just get so worried about everything. Like, I just. I'm oh, like, Carmen. am I going to live a life where, like, water is not going to be available? Oh, God. And the thing is, it's such a wild thing for us to say, even say that, because living a life where water is not available is very common for so many people on this planet. Yeah, it's true. But we are coming from a position of privilege in that we live in a country that has access to yeah. water for the vast majority of the population pretty consistently. Did you ever watch the movie called The Forest? No. Or something? It's also an Ellen Page no. movie. Um, and it's with the blonde chick from, um, across the universe. I forget her name. Rachel. Rachel Evans Woods? Wood Evans? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Rachel Evan Wood? Yeah, I think Evan so. Rachel Wood. Evan Rachel Wood. <laughs> whatever. Evan Rachel Wood? Whatever. That chick. Wood Rachel, Wood Rachel Evan. Yeah. <laughs> We're terrible. Um, and the movie's about, like, electricity. Like, there's no electricity. Yeah. Like, and they live in like a really remote area in a in like a like a cottage ish, but it's like in the woods. Um, and the whole point of them, and they have to like drive way into the town to like get anything. And uh-huh. so the movie's about how um, one day power goes out, and they're like, "Oh, okay, whatever." This and it, then it's gone forever. Yeah, and then it's gone forever, and the world like shits its pants, right? Like it's just like. Well, they haven't heard anything from anywhere else. So people are leaving and some people are like, we heard Boston. There's electricity in Boston. And I was thinking about it and I was like, you could probably walk conceivably, maybe in a few days, to an Amish village. You'd be fine, baby. Everybody there would be like, what do you mean there's no electricity? They'd be like, yeah, we don't care. We've we never had electricity. We're like, fine. We haven't had electricity for less ever. ever. Uh, we only just got it as a society. But it is very, it's very nice. I like it a lot. No, I know. But imagine like if there was ever not a, like if electricity, like all of a sudden our electronics didn't work. Yeah. Well, like we would, we would be fucked. Yeah. But like that would be the time when like developing countries and like third world people and impoverished people would be like, come again. Yeah. We're fine. The thing is, I'm, I don't know. I feel like I have, I feel like in the apocalypse I have uh, decent skills that would help me. That's great. I don't. I don't have a single one. What do I have, Catherine? I don't know. I can't cook. No? Well, not really. Just for myself. Nobody needs to be eating my food. I mean, in the apocalypse, it doesn't matter if it tastes good. I guess that's true. Um, but, like, I feel like there are, like, skills that you can... And also, you can learn things. You can learn new things. Yeah. You can learn... And, like, farming is not that hard. I mean, it is hard, obviously. I don't mean to say it's not hard. But farming, like, is a skill that you, you can, can learn. You can learn. I mean, you did give me that book of, like, plants... Like and and their medicines, yeah. That, that I still hold on to. I cling on to that thing. I'm not letting that All thing that go. All that stuff is, is important. That know. shit'll be as good as gold when it needs to be, right? And um, I I mean I just don't know what I I just think that we don't know what the world's gonna look like. 
But what would my superior counseling skills do in the apocalypse? Emotionally, you can start a cult. <gasps> Bringing it back to that. Ooh. Yo, Carmen, if you have counseling skills in the apocalypse, you are starting a cult. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not like a care. Like I'm not charismatic enough in the way that I one think needs you're to be. Underestimating. I think a lot of people find you um, charismatic enough. Do you think so? I think so. Enough to 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 make a cult. I don't know. I could try. You can. Anybody. Any. Any. I feel like I've done no, enough research on cults. Anybody can make a cult. You just have. to I mean, like, if Kanye can make a cult, so anybody can make a cult. Like uh, you don't have to be charismatic. Jared Leto has a cult. Yeah, and he's like fucking Gross. watching paint dry. So um, boring. Yeah, uh, but I was just gonna say, um, in the way that we are living, no, no need to apologize. <laughs> in the way that we are living in right now, the most boring dystopia. Mm-hmm. Like we don't, even, we don't have a Hunger Games. Like we don't have anything cool going on. So Absolutely we just have not. This boring dystopia. We're also gonna have a very boring apocalypse. It's yeah, just gonna be people like killing themselves, <laughs> dirty and. Killing themselves, yeah. Yeah, and people just being like, I haven't seen another human in months because I've been playing video games all day. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption, here people I am. People are just going to be insular that way. It's going to be fine. But I, I would like, it would be cool if we started to, like, I don't know, return to nature in that way. I know people are trying, but I, what would be, like, your ideal post-apocalypse? Let's think about that. Like, you like know a you, like a nice utopia. A nice utopia. Like you know when you see like, anarchy. I don't want it to be a government telling me what the fuck to do. Right. I think that like communities should work together to figure out what to do. You do. think every city should be its own state? Yes, that'd be cool. Um, mm-hmm. I like that idea. That's cool. Ooh, uh, I just got excited. I don't like prisons, no so prisons. no prisons. I mean, if somebody's at the point where they're like, first of all, I doubt that they, we would get. To a point where there, like, somebody has the chance to be a um, Ted Bundy. But if we ever got to a point where we had a Ted Bundy on our hands, just shoot him. Yeah. Um, but otherwise... People who commit um, super violent crimes with no reason, kill them. Yeah. Everybody else... Sure. Capital punishment. Why not? Everybody else, you're fine. But, like, also, like, I think we would need to do, like, extensive like um rehab for as many people as possible as we could because we know that but, violence begets violence yeah, but violence like begets violence blah, blah, but blah, blah. also How are you getting anyone in therapy in the it's utopia oh i don't know i w- i mean in my yeah. utopia like people would be able to support each other through That's that nice. i would like you know um oh just and lots like of cats greenhouses everywhere oh <gasps> greenhouses yes. everywhere or like you know those that those like you see those designs for, for people like mm-hmm. like designing buildings where there are like different sort of like levels of um Oh yes, I like that greenery on like on it. That's really like, nice. Greenhouses everywhere. Um, I remember. I think I saw an article about like a or like a, a post about a family who um, built a greenhouse around their house mm. so that they can grow stuff all year round. Right. Like, that's just well. You know that the one of the biggest threats to capitalism is people growing their own food. Of course it is. So that's why there's that's why they don't also don't like um, fruit trees in in public places or like. Yeah. Um, trees that grow. And then that's why also if there are fruit trees, it's discouraged to eat from them. People are like, oh, you're weird. But that there's nothing weird about eating, eating. a fruit that's growing naturally. Yeah. But it's considered weird. Oh, my God. And white hippie no- news. I found out that there was a woman mm-hmm. who refused to eat anything. She was vegan. Yeah. Raw vegan. Yeah. And she refused to eat anything unless it fell from the tree or from whatever. She wouldn't pick it. Well, some people just be stupid. <laughs> and I was like, what? How? What did she eat? When did she eat? So she would like just wait for the apples to fall and then grab them. The thing is, I'm... Because she I said that that was consent. everyone to eat more plant-based, yes. However, I'm fine with like good ethical farming. 
and yeah. have eating animals that way. And the thing is, I know I'm the type of person where if I was in the situation where I had to kill my own food to eat it, I would. Oh, I am, see, I wouldn't. I am the girl who is slitting the goat's throat. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I'm just the girl that's going to be like, I'm going to go this way, have some berries. Like, like guess I'm, I'm a vegetarian I will, now. I will slit the goat's throat. I am that kind of person. Oh, I have that kind of metal inside me. I will. So I don't have it much um, reticence about stuff like that. If we were living in a world where we were able to sustain ourselves that way, that'd be great. That'd be great. If we stop caring so... If we... I mean, like... We should care more for animals. We should get rid of social media. Well, yeah. That would be great. We don't need it. We really don't. It's really only just, like, just making weirdos famous and really contributing to pedophile culture. And yeah. Just email. Just email. <laughs> just yeah. email. Oh like, I want to communicate at, like, the speed that we communicate, but I don't think there's any need for all this... Nonsense. Yeah, I agree. Only Facebook Messenger. <laughs> okay, Carmen, don't say Facebook Messenger. That's like for geriatric. That's what we use. Um, but, well, I mean, text messaging is fine. All these things are fine. I just don't like the culture around it where people place all their value on these social media things. Like, if you've gotten to a point in a society where there are multiple people who have had plastic surgery to look like the apps that they use regularly, that's you've gone too far society that's fucked up <laughs> yeah and a lot of people are doing that right yeah a lot of people have done that and it grosses me out because one those apps are designed to make you look more european yeah because they make your nose smaller right and they make your face narrower and your um skin paler right so all that shit's fucked up mm-hmm. but then it's also just fucked up in terms of the fact that it's like it makes it everyone have like the same smooth skin and then gives you like big anime eyes and it it's makes very this weird. Like, weird alien version of a person that's not a real person yeah and it's like upsetting that people want to look like that or in terms of body shape like um actually i was talking about this earlier with my mom about the fact that like my body shape for example is a little bit more like rectangular kind of mm-hmm. but i was like you know what that looks like Greek statues. Like, you know Greek statues yeah, have yeah, rectangular yeah. body shapes? Like, yeah. that's the body shape that I have. Yeah. And, like, the fact that, like, right now my body shape is not, like, the, the ideal body shape is, like, the smooth, curvy, like, yeah. whatever. But I'm like, guys, do you not see how much just shit changes and it doesn't matter? Everybody has different body shapes and these all the body shapes have existed forever and what is considered, like, ideal will change. Yeah, exactly. Like, remember when heroin chic was a thing? Right? So weird. I or it's like, or it'd be like, hey, look how fat that girl is. She must be rich. Let's get her. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Great. <sighs> Jesus. I actually... What would the plumbing situation be like in your utopia? Oh my gosh. Well, I guess we would make sure that the that the waste was used in a way that we could like reuse it. Sure. I want to make sure that like the poop goes to growing food or something. If you mention compost toilets, I'm going to punch you. What's a compost toilet? Oh, it's not a, it's like an outhouse. Oh. But it makes compost out of your poop. That's pretty cool. But I don't want a compost toilet, Catherine. What? Because I want my poop gone. What's with your issue with poop? It's just poop. You and Andrew. I'm. He, him, and I were arguing about compost toilets for like an hour at a restaurant last week, and it was so irritating. Just poop. Poop is gross, but it's poop. It makes it very unsettling if it just sitting there. What if it jumps out at you? That's not okay. Well, talk about how the poop works. And I don't want to see other people's poop. It's just gross. Well, things you don't have to be one, the one doing that job. One and no, two, but if I'm sitting to poop, no, absolutely not. That's disgusting. I, I would mean, like to flush a toilet. Thank I you very still, much. I mean, I still, I do like flush toilets. Would be great. Uh, the fact that your poop just whizzes away, you don't have to think about it anymore. I that would do appreciate bring me that. much joy. Um, but yeah, what if you have to be responsible for your own poop? Gross. Gross. 
But no, wait, like, so the compost toilet is basically an outhouse? Yeah. I'm not that, not that mad about outhouses. You could still have a U band in an outhouse. Oh, I guess. You know? Maybe. If What if you had, like, what if they were still flush toilets, but we used only dirty water? Oh, fine. Then that's right? fine. Because that's how, that's when, when, when they first um, invented plumbing and they were like, okay, well, we could just use, um, we could have, they, they, they thought about the idea of using dirty water as the water for toilets, but then they realized they would have to have double piping for everything. So that's why our water that we have mm. in our toilets is clean, potable, drinkable water, because then it's easier to have one pipe going to the place, to the, to the home and flushing everything. But there was a consideration, I think, of the beginning to have, um, dirtier water be the water so we'll just do that we'll just do that so in my society we have the dirtier water or just like lake water Mm -hmm. um, be the water that flushes in the toilet Mm -hmm. um and yeah i have no problem with that okay so here we are and um growing our own food Mm -hmm. and having community places where you can get food and having fruit trees everywhere and having it be normal to go harvest from can you imagine how nice that would be if you go outside and there's a lemon tree everywhere and yeah different kind of fruit trees everywhere and it was like oh it's harvest time that'd be great and everybody goes out with their basket and harvest shit that i mean yeah i i yeah people actually becoming educated on food more because the thing is so with my family with the mother that i have and the way i was raised I think I have a better knowledge of food than most people. A lot of people, yeah. But because, like, I think about the fact that when we go grocery shopping, we are only on, like, the outer aisles. We're only in the produce section. We go to the meat section. We go to, like, the milk section. Then we go out. We don't really go into the middle aisles unless we're getting maybe, like, canned tomatoes. Right, Or dried beans. uh, Right. Or uh, stuff like that. We don't really go into those aisles. But then sometimes I will see people going to the grocery store and I'll see the things that they put on the, 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 the belts and it'll be like frozen food, frozen food, canned food, canned food, like ready-made yeah, pasta sauce, ready-made this, ready-made that. And I'm like, you don't know how to cook at all. Yeah. Like my, like you don't know what you're doing. And while and that's why one of those things, like I do think it's nice that they have those meal um, services now where people like have like recipe sent to them and they make it themselves yeah i used to think that was incredibly lazy and stupid but now i'm like you know what at the very least educating people on how to cook yeah because most people don't know and most people yeah. just buy this bullshit and they don't and i'm like what, what is what i make my own like that you, yeah that, that, that's what you eat i make my own spaghetti sauce yeah and it blows people's minds because they're just what? like they're like why don't you just buy it I'm i have like, never had i never buy it i never i buy did i did sauce. at the beginning when i moved out on my own stuff oh start buying my own spaghetti sauce and i was like um i was like well, this is gross like first it's of all gross. it's gross it's not very good it tastes like chemicals why it's am i doing good. this to myself so i just like started making my own good i'm glad i'm proud of you <sighs> but anyway let us leave it let us leave this episode at a nice conversation about poop toilets and how we need them we yeah we need better um uh, management of waste we need better management of garbage and we, we need to start growing our own the thing food. Is we have, and we need to start growing our food. But the thing is, we have models of it. Like in the, was it the Netherlands or whatever, they have used all their garbage to the point where they import garbage. Oh, wow. That's cool. Isn't that? Like, I can't remember where. Maybe it's like Sweden or something. I don't know. One of those One places. Of those places. Um, where right now, they're at a point where their garbage production is so low that because they were using the garbage for power, now they import garbage from other places because they were burning the garbage. Oh, that's cool. Why don't we just do that? Yeah. Something. 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 Just anything. And stop putting plastic in water because the thing about plastic in the ocean is that the most important part of the plastic in the ocean is the microplastics. Yeah. Because that's the plastic that's all ripped up. Yeah. And the biggest contributing uh, factor of plastic in the ocean is fishing. The most plastic in the oh. ocean is from fishing materials and nets and stuff. 
Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah, so we just need to do better. So, yeah, just do better. And let's, let's, let's like, um, because, like, the salmon aren't coming back, y'all. Don't start a war, the but a class war. The coming back. The bees be almost gone. Um, also, support bee, beekeepers. Yeah, please. If you're Not vegan, the ones on 90 Day Fiance, because those two were super vegan, stupid. Don't be fucking stupid about bees. If you don't support places that, like, have bees and, and take care of bees well, and go make fuck money yourself. or whatever... Then we're gonna have no bees, you dumb motherfuckers! Like, like I don't understand. <laughs> I know bees are fu- beekeeping is fine, taking care of the bees, whatever. If you're vegan and you don't like, like you think that 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 um, beekeeping is bad, like I'm sure there are places where there is like some sort of unethical beekeeping. Yeah. But I'm honestly like, yo, at least they're fucking bees. Yeah. Please, for the love of God. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that was a fun episode. That was fun. Good time. Okay. Discount therapy, baby. Good night, folks. Get those feelings out. Oh, wait, hang on. Um, oh, shit, our social media. Yeah. Okay, so you can follow us uh, for more depressing memes and shit uh, at I'd Kill a Spider for You on Instagram or I'd Kill a Spider number four letter U on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then my personal Instagram is the CC Williams, and you can follow me for pictures of my cat um, and uh, things I'm making. Oh, God, you guys. My gluten intolerance has gotten to the level where, like, if I have some, I'm, like, ruined. Not in terms of like like I like the the body stuff I can handle I can handle the bloating and the poops and the whatever. Oh, it's the brain stuff. My brain doesn't work anymore. So you may not be seeing as many pictures of cakes, or if you do, they're going to be gluten free cakes. Ugh. And it makes me so sad, devastated. Yeah, that's okay. Um, my Instagram is Carmen underscore Maria four one six, and I think we all already said everything else. You don't have anything to plug. I don't have anything to plug. No. But, you know, we did mention HelloFresh, so maybe they'll sponsor us yeah, one day. Yeah, yeah, like, who... <laughs> Somebody sponsor us, for the fuck's sakes. Yeah, we're really funny. Please. <laughs> Please. Okay, guys, take care. Yo, CBC, come at us. <laughs>